Hey, CBC. My name is Mike Patella, and I am the founder of Christian Business Connect. This is our fourth episode on the podcast edition of Meet the Member. Today we have Bridget. I'm not going to even try your last name because it's yeah, it's a tricky one. Uh, can you can you tell us your last name? Kalashevsky. I was going to say Kalazuski. So that will work too. All right, it's just like my last name. It, it, Never works out. Uh, I've heard my name pronounced about 19 different ways. No one in my family says it the same way. So I'm sure you run into similar challenges with yours. All kinds of things, yes. (laughs) Um, But you are from uh, Modern Mortgage. You have a a franchise through them, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Modern Mortgage Consultants. Modern Mortgage Consultants. Awesome. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you for being here. Thank Uh, you for having me. Of course. Second of all, tell us a little bit about Modern Mortgage Consultants. Uh, Model Mortgage Consultants is actually started by Remax. So Remax is the holding company for the franchise. And uh, the office, the main headquarters is in Denver, Colorado, inside of the Remax building. Uh, They started this uh, mortgage opportunity for regular loan originators if they want to buy in. Any kind of realty company could buy in. Even a person that just knows investing in properties and things they can buy in. It's uh, it's not just exclusive to REMAX owners. And what they provide us with is the IT, the um, computer system, the compliance pieces. They arrange for us to have 10 different lenders that we can um, shop our mortgages to so that we can give you the best rate. Nice. Uh, we have a lot of options Uh Government loans, conventional loans, jumbo loans, fix and flips, reverse mortgages. Uh, we can do new construction. We can do new construction for builders, even, uh, and some portfolio products for people that might not exactly meet the standard guidelines. Uh, some bank statement loans where we can use your deposits as your income and do an average over a year or two, depending. Oh, cool. Uh, of course, the rates are a little bit higher when you get into yeah. that, but um, it's yeah, a they, starting point. They give us all of that. Um, so, and they give us a bunch of tools to to market and manage I, our clients. It mm-hmm. Sounds like the support's really great. Yes, it's so. very, very good. Nice. And uh, you start, I'm going to get this wrong. You started in February there? Yeah. My official grand okay. opening was February, I think, 7th of, of this year. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I like that you remember the date. I, I don't remember any dates at all anymore. Yeah, so We'll but, see what happens next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, well, that's exciting. So you've been there, you've been doing this about like, what, six, almost seven months now? Uh, enjoying it? Yes, I enjoy it. Yeah. That, that goes a long way. That goes, yeah. <laughs> so nice. So uh, you've been doing this uh, six, seven months. Uh, what were you doing before you started at uh, Model Mortgage? Uh, prior to that, I worked for a midsize credit union service organization that was owned by local credit unions around the area. Okay. So cool. like Christian Financial was one of them and uh, like Advial. Lake Trust, uh, Motor City Co-op, and I ran, I was vice president of operations and then vice president of risk. So I managed uh, training loan officers, the computer system. I, I started from the beginning of the company. So pretty much everything. I've been an underwriter, a DE underwriter, a VA underwriter. Oh, wow. Uh, so all of those things, I a ton of background in closing, managed the closing departments and 
interest rate, secondary marketing. So Jeez, all so you, kinds of stuff. You've seen a lot of the uh, the backside of right. the uh, the transaction and whatnot. How's the uh, transition been from the the all that the back end of the company to the uh, client facing side? Well, it's a little bit different because <laughs> when I worked there, of course the the credit union members would come in. So it was easy to get that, that business in that fashion. I definitely know how to get them closed. I know Mm -hmm. how to make sure we have the right documentation in place to get the loans approved. I approved many, many, many loans. So it's different in that I have to generate my own business now and get the name out for modern mortgage consultants. Um, and you know, I really, I enjoy the first time home buyers. I enjoy all, all of the products. I enjoy helping people get into their home or refinance. I, I just love it. <laughs> nice. So obviously there's a lot of different uh, scenarios with mortgages, uh, mm-hmm. as, as you referenced, you know, yeah. the, the dozens of products you have. Uh-huh. Um, is there any type of situation or transaction or a loan program that you tend to prefer to do over others? Is it, you know, like uh, the first time home buyers or is it the refinances or, uh, I enjoy them all. Everyone is a puzzle, okay. you know, to put together. And I know all the guidelines because I've been doing it for so long. You know, once in a while I have to look something up, but majority of the time I can just look at a situation and fit the ber- the person into the right program. And I, I'd imagine that makes the uh, the sales process a little bit easier for you because you can, you know, essentially disqualify clients relatively faster because I know a lot of other mortgage originators that probably spend a lot of time talking to clients, figuring out if they can do it and stuff like that. While you could probably, as you referenced, look at it right off the bat and say, Hey, you know, we can do this or we can't do this, or we need to do this product or that product. And it, yeah. Or we may need to wait a couple, a couple of years until your situation uh, is, has changed. Like recently I have a person that worked for Lowe's and then uh, in in a good position, and then he became commissioned. Uh, big change in in- income, I'm sure. Big change in income, and he's only been on it six months. So Mm -hmm. we really have to wait two years to figure out exactly what his income will be on average in that situation. So definitely, unfortunately, they're going to have to wait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and every situation is different. I like the uh, Mm -hmm. analogy to a puzzle there. Right. So what's your favorite part of all this? Is it solving the puzzle then or – uh, it's really getting it to getting to closing, yeah. you know, and, and I do that with, with ease because I know what documentation is needed and what the underwriter will, will, how they'll think. And I can also communicate with them because sometimes they do miss things and I can say, Hey, you know, I think it looks, you know, I have this and you have this, let's look at that again. And so we can communicate in terms that we both understand and kind of being able to see it from their shoes that empathy uh, that that, another factor that helps to go a long way a little easier for you because it's you you know how the underwriter thinks Mm -hmm. and that uh yes i've managed a bunch of them so i've got all kinds of yeah excellent excellent uh so what's been the most challenging thing so far for you the, uh, the transition the challenging the challenges is the is getting the clients and the networking at the same time and getting the loans to close so um, hiring people has been 
a bit of a struggle. I'm definitely looking for loan originators or people that have the personality uh, to go out and sell themselves and, and, and learn the business. I'm definitely willing to train. Nice. Yeah. If anyone's listening that's looking for employment right now in the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. uh, reach out to Bridget. We'll share her contact information at the end here. Yeah. Uh, no, that's definitely young people. And, you know, the, the business, it's just like any other thing. Mm-hmm. The average age of a loan originator is 52, which is okay. about where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to change, you know, get the younger uh, people in and, and start grooming them for the future because people will need mortgages, especially with the millennial baby boom, really. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's, um, yeah, people need houses, people need to finance them. It's, you know, especially in the mortgage industry, even when the economy uh, gets a little bit more challenging, it ends up being a good refinance market. So right. uh, that's the one thing I've always liked about mortgages is, you know, you might have a little bit of a dip in production here and there, you know, just because of the transition phases. But once it stabilizes as a essentially a crappy uh, market, you can get refinances. But when it's good, people are buying again. So, right. Nice. Yeah. Always a good career choice, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So reach out to Bridget for that. Now, uh, what got you into mortgages? Because I know not everyone dreams as a kid, hey, I want to get into mortgages. But, uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of, you know, yeah. on my own and knowing a lot of people I, I know, it's... Well, you know, I I went to Rochester schools. Okay. So I actually went to Ruther down the street from here, oh. Rochester High School, um, North Hill. I have always had a numbers background. So throughout high school, I did all of the accounting programs they had. I, I think they had five different accounting programs where you pretended like you were a business and you did all of that. And that really interests me. And I ended up going to Oakland University and I was going to go for an accounting degree. And I ended up doing finance because I just felt like I didn't want to like start out as an auditor being behind a bunch of boxes and just digging through things. I wanted a little more variety. And I also worked at Oakland University's credit union for five years while I was going to Oakland University. Oh, cool. So I was a teller, a a consumer loan officer for cars. Then I went into the home equity space there. They really didn't have a big mortgage space at the time. And then I switched over to a a mortgage company when I graduated Oakland University. Nice. So So I, I love it. I can't, I don't want to get out. I, I don't think you can get out once you're in. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been trying for years and years and years, and somehow I, I'm, I'm still talking about mortgages. So yeah. I, I get it. I yeah. definitely get it. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, Nice. And uh, one of the, you know, especially compared to accounting, there's more creativity in mortgages than there is. You know, accounting right. is nice and simple, and this is this, that is that. Right. You, know, you use the numbers to back it up, but it's. There's a lot of gray. Yes. in the mortgage business. So if you don't like gray, it may not be for you, but because you never know what your day will look like, no, <laughs> which I find I, I enjoy that. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, there's obviously pros to routine and, you know, advantages to having a routine and whatnot and knowing what you're doing and expectations. But yeah, there's definitely excitement in, you know, who am I going to talk to today? Am I going to have a happy <laughs> client? Am I going to have an angry client? You know, how, how is that going to work? And no, that's, that's awesome. Good story on how you got into it. Um, yeah. 
So obviously being a uh, Christian organization uh, as we are, um, how do you believe God has influenced your path at this point? Um, or uh, how, how do you integrate faith into your business? Well, um, I, I guess I look at things, you know, like God created these trees and God created this ocean and God <laughs> created these rivers and the beauty around us. And, and I just take that into my work and my outlook, I guess, on things. I mean, sometimes I get down or whatever, but, but yeah. for the most part, really, in, in this grand scheme of things, is this little issue really the end of the world? No, it certainly isn't. And others have come before us. And, and you know, and I use that, that thought process with God in, in my day-to-day activities. You know, we just keep moving forward with faith and... That's all you can do, especially in the, you know, mortgages in general, people tend to be commission based and now you're, you know, running the, the, or, you know, your agency and yeah, that faith goes a long way. And yeah, I mean, God creates the opportunities. He creates, you know, the, the ways out of the struggles and. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. You got to keep faith in it. Right. Right. And just look around and, and that's how, you know, I just keep going mm-hmm. when issues arrive. <laughs> arise. <laughs> yeah. No, it's always a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. So um, now, uh, you know, as a mortgage originator, you're licensed, your team gets licensed. Are you licensed exclusively in Michigan or are you licensed in uh, additional states as well? I'm licensed in Michigan and Florida. So okay. Florida for the snowbirds nice. from Michigan. Uh, I can motto mortgage, motto mortgage only allows three states. Okay. Um, I could, you know, if I wasn't with them, I could do more, but I'm deciding on a third state. I don't, not yet. I want to build Florida and Michigan first. That's fair. Are there any like front runners for those, uh, for that third state? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. Maybe Georgia, maybe California. I'm not sure. California is probably pretty saturated. I don't know. (laughs) I I would imagine the uh, mortgage sizes out there. It's, it's inflated. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a tough market. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas has a lot of laws, but mm-hmm. a lot of people do Texas as well from yeah. Michigan. Definitely, it's yeah, it kind of you know the thought process with Florida. You know, it's people from Michigan, people you know, they you know, they're just going to Florida to mm-hmm. right. get away from our fun, fun winters. But um, mm-hmm. nice. So, have you? Did you grow up in Michigan? Have you been here your whole life? Yes, I've been in Michigan my whole life. Okay. So, yeah, I know you mentioned you were in the school district here, but. Yeah, right. So, nice. It's a great school district. Living still in the Rochester School District. My kids went to Stony, to to the Rochester schools, Stony Creek and that, and. Nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Are they still doing a lot of the cool experience type uh, things that you received through the accounting programs or. Uh, my son did take an accounting. He did. Yeah. He he liked that, but he was more um, chemistry and engineering style. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Very very fair. Um, trying to think. Um, so I guess tell us a little bit about the client experience from start to finish. You know, there's I'm sure people listening that have never bought a house or even done a refinance or might not even know what a mortgage is. So. 
what insights can you provide on that? <laughs> okay, so if you're if you're going out to look for a home, uh, really the best thing to do is to get pre-qualified because you're you'd be shopping, you'd find the the most beautiful home, and then you realize oh it's a lot more than you you want to afford or you can afford. So what what we want to do is talk about what kind of payment you're comfortable with first and and decide on that. Like, are you comfortable with twelve hundred dollars a month? Are you comfortable with twenty five hundred dollars a month or six hundred dollars a month? And and then we kind of go there. I mean, you can a lot of people can qualify for more mm -hmm. than what they're comfortable with. But really to consider, you know, what, what you can do. So what we would do is we would uh, have a phone call or we could meet in person as well uh, and go through your financial situation and, and just discuss the options and determine some rates and pull your credit report when you're ready and come up with a pre-qualification plan. And then you can have a letter to present to your realtor so that you're, you got, both of you are looking at the right houses, the right price range, the right locations uh, with that pre-approval. And then the uh, seller wants to see that pre-approval when you make an offer. Uh, so both listing agent, they want to see that as well. So you really need that pre-qualification letter. And then from there, you probably want to get a home inspection <laughs> to make sure that the house is okay. The lender doesn't really need to see that, uh, but you but you really need to determine like what might go wrong in the next few years or in the next 10 years, or maybe nothing will go wrong, but you need to just put a little gutter guard on or, or something very, very simple. Um, so you do that, and then once you're good with that, you instruct me, and we go ahead and work on ordering an appraisal. Awesome. Appraisal will tell you what the value is of the home. They look for at least three comparable homes, similar in size, location, amenities, and then they'll adjust it. Those comparables that have sold at least within the last six months and determine what your value will be. And then it needs to support your purchase price. Excellent. And then if it doesn't, <laughs> if it comes in lower, you have an opportunity to uh, renegotiate. And same with the inspection. If there's something really bad, wrong in the inspection, you can walk away from the loan. Um, but on appraisal, you can renegotiate your loan amount uh, or your purchase price and then the loan amount as well. Or, you know, you may want, you may just love that house and you might want to just pay extra for it. That's up to you. But uh, I'm sure that happens every now and then. Every <laughs> now and then it does. But that's probably not the best you know, you're making an investment. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it's your home, but you're also, if something goes wrong, you need to be able to sell it. So you really need to make sure you're within what, what the market dictates and what someone's willing to pay. Yeah. I mean, it's, you never know what's going to happen in the future. I mean, mm -hmm. if someone would have told me two years ago that I would have a one-year-old today, I would have laughed at them and <laughs> you know, maybe even slapped them. Who knows? But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, and I love my one-year-old and everything, but it it was it wasn't in the plans. So I get it. I get it. Things can change from the household, and uh, I've always seen the the house or in the mortgage kind of like the the hub of the finances, hub of you know just basically every dynamic you have in life. And right. it's you got to put a lot of thought into it, and you know even out that the logical side and the emotional side to uh, make sure they all mesh. <laughs> and, right. For sure. Nice. It's good that you're helping people do that though. And yeah. Identifying the, 
you know, you're you're not an order taker. You're you're a consultant. You <laughs> right. Know? I'm trying. To, yes, I'm advising you and consulting mm-hmm. you on the best thing to do. So after the appraisal, you know, we will ask for pay stubs and W twos and assets, bank statements, just to you know, we have to document what mm-hmm. you've told us. And um, once all that's done and together, there the person that is an underwriter. I described that. I didn't say what that <laughs> is. An underwriter is the person that actually makes the lending decision that approves or maybe declines the loan. Uh, so that that's an important piece to have all the, all the pieces of the puzzle together to make sure that the loan does get approved. And once it's approved, then we proceed to closing and there'll be a title company involved uh, where they ensure that the closing takes place properly, that you get proper uh, ownership to that with, through a deed. What really a mortgage is, is it's, it's the security instrument that secures the uh, the mortgage and the repayment. Mm-hmm. So that's what a mortgage is. Nice. <laughs> Say that so, correctly. So, so, sounds like a fun uh, process. <laughs> right. Uh, and then your first payment comes. Yay. <laughs> uh, so from start to finish, obviously every situation is different, but mm-hmm. on average, how long does the process take? Once, uh, Let's say someone finds a house. Right. Once they find a house, as long as... Um, you have all your documents that I that I ask for quickly to me. I mean, I can easily close in twenty days, nice. sometimes less. Uh, sometimes the seller isn't ready though. They want to they want to <laughs> go and close the following month because they have to. Uh, yeah, they have to find a place. They to have live to now. find a place so. to live or or whatnot. We didn't talk about interest rate locks, but mm-hmm. once you find a property, we will lock in your interest rate because the rates do fluctuate daily. All day, every yeah, day. several times a day, and people mm-hmm. don't realize that it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, the the one challenging thing that you know, from my experience in mortgages from way back when, is all the different parties involved, and yes. uh, it it sounds like based on your background, you know, on the uh, the operation side of the business, uh, that empathy kind of helps communicate and manage those different parties and. Yes. Yeah, because even in this conversation, you've mentioned a, a listing agent, a title agent, a seller, a buyer, a underwriter. Um, Didn't talk about a processor and a closer, but no, the, yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> the, so the inspector and the appraiser. It's, it's so many different people involved. Yes, there are. Yes, but, it is a puzzle, and and to make to, we need to fit it all together so that mm-hmm. you can enjoy your new home. Definitely, as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's <laughs> the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any like uh, like frequently asked questions that you get um, like before the mortgage process or during the mortgage process that you want to, I guess, generally answer right now for people that you can think of, or I guess just a general, just tip in general, or I'll use general, uh, <laughs> just a, a tip that might apply to everyone oh, that they uh, can take into consideration as they plan that future. Yeah. Uh, I got, I'm trying to think of, there's a lot of tips. So yeah. and they're all sitting in my head, so it's hard for me to pull them all out, but, um, no, I get it. Uh, I'm recently doing a VA loan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of, I help with the tips. So as we're going okay. along, okay, I need a certificate of eligibility that, that you can get a VA loan. Mm-hmm. So I work with, the clients to get that and I can order that for them. Um, but tips, like, I guess the best tips I can think of throughout a process of a mortgage is don't buy a car, (laughs) don't open a new credit card. Don't even, um, 
apply for one because every single thing will be checked and you'll have to write letters that say you didn't buy a car and uh, if you did they'll know because they pull your credit right before closing just to make sure that there's nothing new so that that's really a big tip large deposits into mm -hmm. your uh, into your credit union account or your bank accounts sudden deposits uh, we have to trace them so it's best to have all your money in place two months prior to to um, applying for a loan or we can wait until everything is secure um, gift funds you know, all of those the different funds to close are very very particular in how we document yes uh, from my memory from way back when it's very tedious mm -hmm. it's uh it can essentially screw up a mortgage. It can, right. you know, you can do everything right and then do the one thing wrong and not be able to source it. And you're, you're, yeah. you're out of luck. Mattress money is not allowed. And that's <laughs> why we have to document everything. Um, FHA government loans. Grandma wants to give you a gift. And unfortunately we do have to see her statement that month mm -hmm. and they, and the grandma doesn't usually like to do that, but unfortunately we have to document that she didn't get a large sudden deposit. Yep. It's uh, a giant paper trail and it's uh it's a federal thing too. It's because of the Patriot act, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And it's yeah. They're just trying to make sure that people aren't laundering money. Correct. And, yes. Yeah. So it's, so it's it's when you can't really get around. Yeah, and then and they feel like your loan is more secure if 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 you're vested in the home. Yeah. So I don't think grandma would be too happy if you didn't pay your mortgage back after she just gifted you that money. So they really want it to be from that grandma. Definitely. And not something else. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Um so any anything you do when you're not doing mortgages, um, or networking or you know, doing you know, solving puzzles. Uh, <laughs> What uh, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, well, we have a pool, so I like to I like to get in the pool a lot. I like the sun. We like to boat. Uh, we do boating on Lake St. Clair. Nice. Uh, like to go up to Port Austin, where my husband's dad is. Oh, cool. We like to travel uh, to Florida and wherever. I love traveling. Oh. That's my favorite. Is uh, Florida your favorite place to travel to, or is there another destination uh, that stands out? I like Mexico. I like nice. Arizona. I love. California, all of it, different. Oh, awesome. I want to go everywhere. France, my mom's from France. Really? That's exciting. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while, but yeah. I, I went to, uh, I never got to really enjoy France. I went there for a day during college. We went to London and took that train over and yeah, you can't do a lot in a day. You know, no, we did the basic touristy stuff, you know, went to the Eiffel Tower and mm -hmm. you know, I was also sick, so I didn't get to enjoy it to its full extent. Uh, but that was just Paris, too. I know there was more to France than yeah, just Paris. Yeah, it's beautiful in Paris. Uh, but, love it. Nice. Uh, any other final news, notes, tips, stories that you'd like to share before well, we uh, sign off? You know, interest rates are down. Awesome. Uh, they're pretty low comparatively. Uh, it's definitely a good idea if you uh, purchased a home last year or the year before to you know, get a, give me a call and try to uh, get an assessment on what your rate could be. Awesome. How uh, can people get a hold of you? Ah, well, <laughs> my cell phone number, I could do that if <laughs> you'd like. Uh, Bridget Kalaszewski is the name again, 248-227-3800. I also have a website. It's www.best-com. 
homeloans, all one word, dot com. And you can, you could even apply online there if you'd oh, like. Nice and easy. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, doing this. I know it's always Thank a little nerve wracking doing a podcast. <laughs> that was fun. I, I feel like we're just ha casually talking. <laughs> and, and we have been. And uh, you did a great job. Uh, yeah, so. Thank you. Everyone else, be sure to have a great week as we work together to be more through Christ. God bless.